We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. How about Memphis? They're going to improve to 17-9 and nine on the road. A young team like this playing so well on the road. Yeah, incredible. That man, the catalyst. Even on a night where Morant does not shoot well. And that'll do it. Mix again with some strong effort trying to come back. But every time they made that big run, it seemed like the Grizzlies would hit a big three, sometimes off a... A wild bounce to the ball. Okay. Um, Tough loss. Certainly a tough loss against a great team. Not a good team. Not a very good team. A great team. Um, The Grizzlies are that. Um, Best record in the league last two-plus months. Best net net rating. They showed why tonight. Incredibly well-built team. Um, And the Knicks, you know what? Knicks gave them everything they could handle. Uh, you know, I, I'm, it's an interesting spot to be in after this game and what you think and what you make of it, because my, my gut reaction, the thing that I want to come on here and say, and, and be very excited and happy about is put aside all of like the effect that this has on the trade deadline. And like, you know, will the front office get duped into thinking like, you know, this team is something more than it's not because they put forth a nice... Like, you know what it was? It was just nice to see the team play the sort of game that we kind of got used to them playing last year. And that was great. And I enjoyed that just as a fan, not thinking about, like, how this might affect 18 other different things. Um, Because they did play good tonight, and they played very hard. Um, The bounces did not go their way. The refs did not uh, call, I didn't think, a great game. Certainly not not an even game. Um. All of those things are true. Um, at the same time, Knicks were at home, lost a game by 12 to a team um, in which John Moran and Des Bain, who were the top, you know, you want to give me Bain versus Jaron Jackson Jr., flip a coin. But really, Morant is their number one. Bain is kind of their number two or their 2B. Um, those guys combined to shoot uh, 13 
of, hold on, I have to do some math here, 13 of 45 from the floor. So those two guys combined to shoot below 33%. And it's like, you know what? Against a team like the Grizzlies, that's the kind of break that you need to beat them. And the Knicks got that break. And yet we're still here talking about, you know, maybe a moral victory, but it is what it is. It's a 12-point loss at home. Were there some good things to take away from this game if you're the Knicks? Absolutely. Really good things to take away from this game. Um, were there some interesting things to take away from the game? Yes. Were there some incredibly frustrating things to take away from this game? 100%. We're going to get to all of them tonight. Um, I have a feeling we're going to be a very active night in terms of the, uh, the chats and the super chats and the whole thing. Before I get to those, a uh, couple player shout-outs. Uh, I got to lead off with Mitchell Robinson. Was two blocks away from a uh, triple-double. He had eight blocks to go with 14 points and 11 rebounds, including seven rebounds in the offensive glass. My Lord. Um, what a game for Mitch. Play like a man possessed. Tonight, tonight, played like a guy who deserves a contract extension. And I'm not going to say like it was one night only because he's been playing this way for the better part of a month, couple months maybe now. Um, he looks the part. Um, just an unbelievable game by him. Uh, I thought he was the difference on the floor when he was out there. It is not a coincidence that when Mitchell Robinson was on the floor, the Knicks were a, a plus one. And when he was off the floor, they were a minus 13. Thought Noel was not particularly good. Um, Taj was fine in his couple minutes. Um, next guy I have to uh, give praise to, of course, Evan Fournier, Evan Fournier and shout out to, to Benji Ritholtz who pointed this out on the playback. I did not realize, I knew he'd been shooting well. I didn't realize it was this well over the last dozen games. Evan Fournier's effective field goal percentage is 62.9. And that was before tonight. Um, and tonight, what did Fournier go? Fournier went, hold on. 11 of 18, 8 of 12 from deep for 30 points. Phenomenal 40 a game. All of a sudden, you turn around, you look at this thing after 52 games, and you know what? The 48 contract, a couple million dollars too much probably. Um, this is what he is. This is the player you sign up for. Um, you got pretty much what you should have expected. Um, hot and cold doesn't begin to describe him, but – he was very good tonight, and he's been very good of late. So shout-out to him. And then the last guy uh, I'm going to give an explicit shout-out tonight. There were some other nice performances, but I'll, I'll end it here, is Julius Randle. Um, if you've uh, been watching this live stream for the last uh, couple weeks especially, um, you will have heard me say some unkind things about Julius Randle. Um, tonight he played like the guy that we saw – Last season, from an effort standpoint, um, from an intensity standpoint, was some of that intensity a little bit misplaced at times? Yes. Um, but uh, he also didn't shoot it tonight well like he did last season. That's a massive difference. He was one of six from deep. Um, if he hits two more of those shots from downtown, maybe we're talking about a different game. He took those at some key points. Um, ended up only shooting 7 of 18. I realized his numbers were not great, um, but he was one assist away from a triple-double, and that, to me, is like there – are, there are nights where you'll be like, oh, a guy was like a rebound and two assists away from a triple-double, and it means nothing. Tonight, to me, it meant something. Nine assists to two turnovers for Julius Randle. 
I liked a lot of what we saw from him. Is that the is 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 this is that the version of Randall we're going to get for the rest of this year and for the next uh, you know for however many years he's here after this year? I I don't know. Um, is he playing that way because he doesn't want to get traded? Is he playing that way because he doesn't want to get traded? Does want to get traded? I have no idea. Um, it doesn't necessarily change my opinion about whether or not uh, they should move him for the right deal. Uh, I still think they should. I don't think that right deal is going to be available at this trade deadline, which is basically me saying, yeah, I think they should probably keep him past the deadline, but you never know. We'll see what materializes. Um, okay. Let's get to uh, the chats because there's going to be a lot of stuff. Uh, a couple of uh, some other not so great games. Um, and again, the ball didn't bounce their way. So many frustrating bounces. I thought the effort on all of those plays was good. Uh, the one counter that I will give to myself uh, is for as much as uh, Ja and Des Bain did not shoot particularly well, other Grizzlies shot very well. They did shoot 41% from three on a night when the Knicks shot 33% from three and um, 43% overall. Okay, let's get to the chat. we got a lot to get to. Uh, excited to see what people have to say about this one. Ryan Huang, what's going on, Ryan? Thanks for starting us off. Great effort tonight, 100%. Lots to talk about, but want to make sure Tibbs gets his credit. Great halftime adjustments and got this team to come out swinging. Oh, my God, uh, everybody, I hope you're sitting down for this. I'm not going to disagree. I did think there were some good halftime adjustments. I'm going to push back and actually say I don't think Tibbs did a great job because of this specific reason. And, again, we were all yelling about it on the playback uh, watch-along. Kemba Walker – is cooked um, for this team, at least maybe he goes to another team and he, he is back up for, you know, 15, 20 minutes a game where he can put the ball in his hands and uh, he could look like Kemba Walker for 15 minutes a night. He's done on this team. He, he it, there's just no role for him. Um, it's not working out. His defense hurt them. I thought uh, in the third quarter, he missed a few rebounds. Um, he obviously can't make a shot. He hasn't scored in in eight the last eight quarters he's, he's played, which is uh, like obscene. Um, I did think Tibbs Tibbs goes a good game. He obviously still has these guys playing hard, which is important. I know they gave up 120 points, but um, I did think they played well on defense. I thought he had to take out Kemba out of the game. Had to take Kemba out of the game there earlier. He left Kemba in until there was under three minutes left, and by the end of the quarter. Yeah, the the Grizzlies had added. Like, think about how well the Knicks came out in the third quarter, and by the end of it, the the Grizzlies had added a point to their halftime lead. Um, and I think a lot of that was because they they could have used someone else in there other than Kemba. Um, and it became clear after about well, I mean, it became, you could argue it became clear before the quarter even started. It definitely became clear after five or six minutes. Um, so I thought he left them out there a little bit too long. Would have loved to see him quickly in there earlier. Obviously, quickly didn't shoot it well tonight either. He made some massive threes, but he was three for 11. So would that have made a difference? Maybe not. Um, the shooters on this team need to start shooting. I mean, Grimes 0 of 3 from deep. I love me some Grimes, but not a great shooting night from him. Quickly 2 of 7 from deep. Um, Barrett 1 of 4. You know, uh, you don't know, 2G. Um, as soon as they got into Randall's head, I knew this game was a wrap. Good overall game, though. I loved Mitch. Hashtag Tar and Feather Fizdale. Yeah, I mean, you could get into Randall's head, and it's very easy, and it was very predictable. 
because there was a story that came out today, I think on ESPN.com or yesterday, whatever it was, about how the Grizzlies trash talk more than any team in the league. They do. You hate nothing more than to, to lose to a team that trash talks and backs it up. And they trash talked and they backed it up and they got into Randall's head. Did I think that's why they lost the game? No, I don't think that's why they lost the game. I think they lost the game because didn't make enough shots and uh, some of the bounces didn't go their way. Um, you know, but what can you do? Uh, okay. Uh, Robert Cross, my main man. I've been with you, seeing you all night here, Robert. John, is it fair and reasonable to say that Tibbs' rotation in the third quarter was ass? Yes, it was, Robert. Yes, it was. Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. Hashtag 53 wins. Um, we need to hold some kind of a funeral service, I guess. Well, can't, it's not going to be the next game. It'll be maybe the game after that, depending on what happens, for the death of hashtag 53 wins. I, I expect the hashtag will remain, but the spirit behind the hashtag will die a death uh, at some point soon. We will hold a little ceremony. I'll, maybe I'll say a few words. Um, but yeah, he should have taken. He should have taken him out earlier. I didn't have a problem with anything other than that. Um, Jesse D, thanks for the contribution here. Uh, thought the game changed for the worse every time Noel was on the floor. Hundred percent. Like the effort from Randall. Yeah, like you know, it's just it's just so many little things. There was a he had a late touch foul with a second and a half left on the clock. At one point, he had uh, quickly threw a really nice lob to him. I thought it was a really nice lob. Looked good from our vantage point that um, went right through Noel's hands. There were several other occasions that I'm not, that are not coming to mind at the moment, but that, that Noel was just not good. He was bad tonight. Um, I'm not going to say he's like, get him out of here. He's awful. He's been good on defense. He's been good on defense uh, since he's come back, but he's just the health. He's so independable. I'll be very curious to see, if he's on this team after the trade deadline, I don't think they'll trade him just to trade him. But, um, you know, look, I, this team is still going to want a stretch five. I'm convinced of it. Is there a stretch five out there to be uh, had? I don't know. Do they still kick the tires on Turner? You know, do they go after a guy like, uh, I don't know, Thomas Bryant in Washington who's not really a, shop, a, a rim protector, which obviously Tibbs loves? I don't know. But uh, we'll see what they do with Noel. He's just – he's just – it's not really dependable. Um, Mello from Toronto. I think this is Mello from Toronto. Um, Macri, put those Army fatigue boots on and let's get that tank started. February 10th couldn't come closer, LOL. We played hard, though, um, nonetheless. Yeah, I'm not here yet for that. I'm not there yet. I'll get there. I'll get there. It, look, if, if – if the tank is meant to happen, the tank is meant to happen. Um, I don't think we need to sit here and root for a tank. Um, I'm not saying that's what you're doing. Um, you know, I just like it's a Tibbs coach team. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to not try hard. He's only going to play, especially if he plays the young guys, then they're going to try even harder and they may get some upsets down the stretch. Uh, we'll see. I, I, I would, not ready to pull the plug on the season yet. I think the season is over, but I'm not ready to affirmatively be like, I'm rooting for losses. Um, Joseph John, what's going on, Joseph? Grimes over IQ now. Um, should trade IQ. I do not think we should trade IQ. He has offensive spurts, but has more dumb decisions. Smaller than Grimes, too. 
the IQ trade return would be solid. Uh, I mean, Zach Lowe reported uh, last week that the vultures were circling, I believe was his, his term on uh, Emmanuel quickly. I'm sure teams would want him. I'm not giving up on him. I understand he has not had a great season from a shooting standpoint. I like what I like what we've seen overall. I agree with you on the dumb decisions. He made a really poor decision on the fast break uh, or a couple of straight fast breaks um, that really, you know, that might have been the turning point of the game. But again, it was only the turning point of the game because he hit threes that made it the turning point of the game. I like a kid who doesn't mind the stage of MSG. I, I still believe in the shot long term, but like, yeah, I, I'm not trading quickly. I, I like quickly. Um, but he was three for eleven. Guy Huber then um, tonight underscores what a young athletic team looks like. We have our young guys glued to the bench. Why Taj over Sims? Where's Cam? Jealous of the Grizz to be on. Listen, man. I love you, but the reason why that team is fun and exciting and all of those things is because of one guy and one guy only, John Morant. And they knew the second that they got John Morant, their only job as an organization, their only job as an organization was to surround that guy with dudes that amplified his talents. And they have done a phenomenal job of that, right down to getting a guy like Steven Adams, who... Every time Ja drives the lane and whether it's a, if it goes in great, if it doesn't go in, guess who's there to either tip it back out. Like he did a billion times tonight or just grab the offensive rebound, Steven Adams. Um, I understand Jaron Jackson jr. Um, was here before Morant, but uh, he fits well. You know, a guy like Des Bain, perfect backcourt partner, big dude can guard ones, twos, threes, like put him on anybody. Um, perfect backcourt made for him. Um, they've just done a really good job surrounding him with appropriate talent. Would we be talking about how fun and athletic the Grizzlies are if they did not have John Moran? I mean, maybe, probably not, though. So when you're telling me, like, let's play Jericho Sims and let's play Cam Reddish, I'm sorry, but those guys are not – like, if you if you saw Cam Reddish – if Cam Reddish couldn't get in that game. Cam Reddish couldn't stay on the floor in that game, not with what we've seen from Cam this season, at least. Like, Cam has a long way to go. Um, Everybody that was out there on the court tonight played their ass off for the Knicks. Um, so tonight's not the night that I'm like, give me Sims, give me Cam. Um, down the stretch of the season, we'll we'll have time for um, those sorts of things. Let's say that. Uh, okay, I got to scroll back up and uh, okay, here we go. I think I, I think I got it. Um, Harry Donut, what's going on, Harry? Always good to see you. Thank you as always. Not the reason we lost, but my God, did we have some bad luck on long rebounds and loose balls. Terrible luck. They were competing for those balls. Like, especially in the fourth quarter, they were really, really getting after it. Could you point to a couple in, like, maybe the first or second quarter where it was uh, something the Knicks did affirmatively wrong? Yeah, but for the most part, just bad luck. Um, I thought uh, this is more from Harry. I thought RJ and Grimes did a great job on Ja. Yeah, I thought they did a, you know. They had some some not-so-great moments, but he's John Morant. He's going to make an All-NBA team this year. He's going to get MVP votes this year. Um, you do what you can. Uh, I just thank the good Lord that Tibbs didn't stick Kemba Walker on him. Um, and it's nice to see Tibbs finally go away from point perks. Uh, man, this team has no point guard at the moment. They have no point guard at the moment. 
Um, it is an unfortunate circumstance. And and that, and people are going to take that as a shot against Quippy. Like, again, can Quickly function as the nominal point guard in certain lineups? Yes, absolutely. There are still times where you could use a point guard. And uh, they needed one at times tonight. They didn't have one. And, uh, it, you know, it hurt them. Um, so that was uh, unfortunate. Unfortunately, even more unfortunate is the fact that I don't think they're going to get one before this trade deadline. Uh, 15 turnovers, by the way, for the Knicks. One thing I do want to shout out for New York, that they did a great job. Grizzlies had 16 fast break points in the first half, which is, of course, atrocious. Uh, the Knicks did not give up any fast break points to the Grizzlies in the second half. Again, nice adjustments, nice motivation at halftime. Good job by Tibbs there. Good job by the Knicks there. But, um, you know, still little to be desired. Kevin Danishevsky, what's going on, Kev? Julius's process has been much better the last two games. I agree. Let's get the fan base behind him to encourage this. Who has the purer jumper, Fournier or Quentin Grimes? Ooh, man. That's a tough one. Um, Grimes has the quicker release. Fournier's jumper, man. That thing is silky smooth. It is silky, silky, silky smooth. Um, great question. I'd probably go Fournier by a hair. Not that he has many on his head. Um, more from uh, Mello from Toronto. I said it on playback, and I'll say it here. Kemba has played his last game as a Nick. Okay. You've heard it here. The team will make up an injury until he gets traded. I, so what do we think? We're going to get he – can't, he, can't, he can't start perks for, for Kemba again. That ship is sailed. Is he going to start quickly next game? Because – Derek Rose said it himself. He's looking at post All-Star break. So that means you still got um, this entire road trip plus two home games, Oklahoma City and Brooklyn. That's seven games left before the earliest, probably, that Derek Rose comes back. Hey, Sass. Mommy's in bed. Um, so... Does he, I mean, I don't know. If, if Emmanuel quickly was a starting point guard next game, no one would be happier than me. I hope they make up an injury. Um, although if they make up an injury, it probably makes it a little harder to trade them. Although you never know. Um, we'll, we'll do some Kemba trade stuff at, uh, uh, before we're done tonight. Um, Juanan, what's going on, man? I had a thought today. Despite the season, it's so nice to know our front office is competent. I agree with you. I think our front office is competent. Um, and if I could just do a quick uh, quick rant, not rant, but a quick little diatribe. Um, look at the moves, again, the offseason made. They made the offseason, rather. Fournier, a little bit over to overpay, sure. You kind of got the guy you were expecting. Took a little while. Hasn't been that consistent. But then again, Fournier isn't that consistent. Um uh, Burks, I know he's been wearing down. I still think that was a good signing. Rose, the injury happened. What can you do? Still think it was smart to bring back Rose. Uh, Noel, not looking so great. That's probably, you know, below the median. And then Kemba, you know, I, it, there's no other way to say it. Like, they didn't want to pay any of these point guards who were coming off the free, uh, who were in the free agent market. 
the Kemba situation presented itself to them. And they were like, you know what? What do we got to lose? Well, we're seeing. Um, anyway, I'll finish up the comment here. Uh, Mills, Layden, and Isaiah would have had all had Westbrook deals lined up. You better believe it. Um, for Randall, ready to go at midnight. Yeah, don't, 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 please don't trade Julius Randall for Russell Westbrook. Please. Danny Gardner, what's going on, Danny? Good to see you. Uh, and thanks always for coming on the, uh, the uh, uh, KFS uh, newsletter subscriber Zooms at halftime. Uh, I like Fournier, but that guy is such a flawed player. Yes, he is. He's lethal when he's on, but he's so weak with the ball and makes some really dumb decisions. Yes, he does make dumb decisions. Uh, look no further than the turnover at the end of the Knicks Magic game last season. Um, is he weak with the ball? He's not strong with the ball. I'll say that. Certainly not strong with the ball. Um, I think he's – but, again, that's why you get him for what you get him for. He's he's too good of an offensive player to be a, a mid-level guy, but he's also not a guy you're going to pay $20 million to. He's probably deserving of like $13, $14, 15000000 million a year. Maybe that's a little high. He's a little overpaid. I'll tell you this. Despite how he's been shooting and despite uh, how he looked tonight – would I mind if they traded Evan Fournier at the deadline? No, I wouldn't mind that. It depends on what they got back. I think they have to kind of view him as an asset at this point. So I'm not giving him away to give him away, but um, I wouldn't mind if they moved on. I'm going to give my game ball then to HelloFresh. Yes. So I, I here's the thing. I will say that HelloFresh, so they sent us a free box of stuff mm-hmm. and We've already used, so I guess I should just do the actual ad read uh, and and say, if you want to do what my wife did this week and get sixteen uh, free boxes of HelloFresh, uh, go to Hello Free Meal, sixteen, 16 free meals. meals, yes, yes. So sixteen free meals. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Film School sixteen, um, and then use the code Film School sixteen. Here's why it's a good idea. This stuff is amazing. Yes. So we got what do we get? We got chicken. And pasta. We got a chicken and pasta. This chicken with like some kind of tomato relish that we made ourselves with some Italian seasoning, balsamic. It was unreal. Um, we had a taco thing with like beef tacos and like cheese and like a salsa that we made ourselves. Awesome. Um, and then I'm forgetting what was the third one this week? I, I think we 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 ate it early. I think I got what, a different box. So I'm not sure which you'd have to go ask Dolores. But at, Rosina and I have been customers of HelloFresh for way since way okay. before the sponsorship, we we endorse this endorsement you're making. So. Well, this is our first go around. And let me tell you again, it took all of two meals with this thing for my wife to be like, we're we're signing up. Um, so let's see. What do I have to read here? Oh, yes. HelloFresh. You get farm fresh pre-proportioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You do uh, skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun and affordable. It is easy. It is fun and it is affordable, especially, by the way, if you use that uh, special code, go to HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool16 and use code FilmSchool16 for up to 16 free meals. And, oh, I forgot about this, and three free gifts. I I can't wait to get my gifts. I don't even know what my gifts are going to be. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. 
Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, Kevin Danishevsky, uh, with another comment. Thank you again, Kevin. Appreciate it. Not a tips criticism, but my closing lineup would have been Fournier, Grimes, RJ, Randall, and Mitch. No point guard, but Grimes was awesome on D. Randall slash RJ point forward. You know, it, it, that's nice in theory. I, I think you need a guy – you need a guy to handle the ball because if you're in, if in that situation, you're running, like you're running possessions through Randall and RJ. And like, again, that's a thing that we've all talked about in theory is something that like should, should be a thing that works this year. It Against that defense that, that that's that keyed in. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's the way I want it to go. I liked quickly being out there. It didn't work out. Um, I was fine with it. Also, Grimes didn't make a shot tonight. I don't think, or he missed. I think he missed. You know, he made one. Um, he made one two point field goal. He did not make a a three. Um, had a great look from the corner there towards the end too. Didn't didn't make it, but that's okay. He's been really good. Sorry, I made two shots tonight. Yeah, the fast break. Forgot about that. Uh, Anthony Sixto. How many games in a row does Randall have to put together before you take down the paper plate? Uh, more than two. I'll tell you that. Hashtag ride with Randall. Um, I'll take it down at some point if he keeps playing like this. Again, for me, it's an effort thing. It's always been an effort thing. It's a with a little bit of body language, effort, body language. Play smart, play hard. Um, ideally, do what you did tonight and uh, drive the drive the lane. Uh, I thought he drove it a lot again tonight for the second game in a row. Is that a thing that we're going to see from now on? I sure as hell hope so. 
Um, Fred Katz had a great article today for The Athletic about that. We talked about it on a pod that's dropping later this week. Make sure you check that out. Uh, but uh, he'll, he'll have to earn it. He'll have bad games. Just say that. Uh, Matt, down in Australia. What's going on, Matt? Good to see you. I wouldn't mind keeping Fournier. Okay, so now we have a different take. He's been great for us on offense recently. As you said, need to trade Kemba ASAP. Eight straight uh, scoreless quarters sucks. Yes, it does suck. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind keeping Fournier. I wouldn't mind trading Fournier. I'm indifferent on Fournier. Uh, Josh B. Getting away from Barrett putting pressure on the rim was criminal. That's a fair statement. Um, I think, you know, again, this is you have to go back and watch the tape, right? Uh, the Grizzlies probably made some adjustments there. Um, but RJ did have it going. Um, they did go away from that. RJ, by the way, shout out to RJ Barrett who got to the line tonight. He actually tied his career high. No, excuse me. He did not tie his career high. He tied, he made a new season high and he tied last season's high with 11 free throw uh, trips to the free throw line. His career high actually came as a rookie. He went there 13 times once as a rookie. Um, yeah, he was getting good stuff. I mean, was it RJ's night? He was 7 for 17 from the field. He did have 23 points, uh, only made one three. Uh, you know, I I don't know. I, I wouldn't have minded seeing him drive more. At the same time, like, other than that stretch, he didn't look great driving tonight. Like, And, and look no further than the drive he had on, on the fast break against Jaron Jackson Jr., Went right into Jaron Jackson Jr., but he did go up strong. And um, Jaron was, like, just waiting for it, and he blocked it. Like, that's the stuff that still gets under your skin a little bit. Uh, maybe not gets under your skin. That's not the right term. It just it makes you want to – it makes you it makes you wish he was a little bit further along in his development process, specifically in that area. I could live with we're waiting for the playmaking. I could live with we're waiting for a little bit more consistency from deep. I could live with, you know, waiting on the off the dribble perimeter game, all that stuff. I just wish we had a little bit more consistency around the rim from RJ at this point. And yet he's only 21. So what are you going to do? But not an unfair comment. Uh, Harman Parmar, please wake me after this trade deadline. That's fair. Feels like we're going to be stuck in no man's land until we can get rid of Randall and his contract. Um, Look, they are not. They are not viewing Randall that way. I don't think they should view Randall that way. I think they have to view Randall as an asset, whether he is an asset or he's not. But, you know, I I would just, again, I would encourage everybody to check out Friday's pod that's going to drop with Fred Katz. We talked about the idea of trading Randall now, whether that would be smart, why it might not be smart, why it might might be smart. They're not just going to give him away. Um they're going to require a significant return. And I don't blame them for that. If we're going to get this version. Um, And I know he wasn't perfect, but just from an effort, from a process standpoint, from a, from a decision-making standpoint, um, I thought it was, I thought it was good. Uh, Or at least a step in the right direction. Uh, Lunas and Marat. Kemba is the fifth best starting point guard option after Quickly, Burks, Deuce, and Rose. Um, yeah, on this team, you might just be. Um, I'd love to hear Jamal Crawford's updated commentary on him. Good comment there. 
And shout out to Mitch. Battled his ass off tonight. Yeah, we really have to get some love for Mitch. I'm sure there's a lot of Mitch love in the chat. I just. He was a beast. Um, could sign him to a contract extension any day. Um, so we'll see if that if that happens. Abdule Diallo. What's going on, Abdule? Sorry. Um, trade Kemba and Birch to open up minutes for Cam. I would love to do that. Uh, start quickly or Rose when he comes back. That's fine. Either one would be great. We have a better core now than we did before the mellow trade. Better core now than we did before the mellow. So the mellow pre-mellow trade core was Gallo, Chandler. Um, do you consider Mazugov part of that that core? Uh, I mean, yeah, they definitely have a better core. I mean, RJ, right? Grimes, quickly, Obi. We'll see what we get with Cam. Deuce, like, yeah, they got a lot of interesting young players. Um, and Mitch. Um, <laughs> this, God, this is great. This from Mitchell Robinson after the game, apparently. Man, my back hurts. Y'all know how strong Steven Adams is? My God. Shout out to you, Mitch. I love you, man. Great comment. Good stuff. Um, okay. Uh Keeping it going. Sam L. What's going on, Sam? Can you talk about Yusuf Nurkic as a trade target for the Knicks? I know he has a lot of injury concerns, but I think he checks a lot of boxes. Mitch Ballin, too. Um, I think Nurkic is a great center when he has it going. Uh, certainly has played at times over the last few years like a top 10 center in the league. Lower end top 10 center, but top 10 center. Injury concerns there. Uh, expiring contract. So, like, if you're a team like the Knicks and you are really not in contention for anything this year, you're basically trading for um, Nurkic to resign him. I would imagine he wants a little bit of a raise. He's making, I think, ten million dollars or twelve million, maybe twelve a year, ten or twelve a year. I forget which one. Um, I don't know. Is that the direction they need to be going? Um, he's really good when he's healthy and he's right and he's motivated and all that stuff. I, I'm not sure that's where the Knicks are looking. I don't think it's crazy, but I'm not sure if that's – and also, again, you're going to have to give up an asset to get him from Portland. Uh, Sean Ford. What's going on, Sean? I love to see RJ pick up Ja tonight. So did I. Very, very, very good point. You know, did it always work out in their favor? Not always, but I thought he did a really nice representative um, job. Um, uh, Kemba killed us. Yes, he did. If they're paying him for a trade, if they're playing him for a trade, I don't know. It needs to stop. I don't know why they're playing him. Uh, I don't know. They're playing him because they don't feel they have better options. I mean, tonight quickly played, I'm going to guess quickly played 22 minutes, 27 minutes, quickly played 27 minutes. Walker played 17. I mean, those are some Alfred Payton minutes right there. 17 minutes for, for Kemba Walker. You want to come over here, Sass? You come over here. Um, uh, Jacob Reale, what's going on, Jacob? I still like quickly, but with Evan starting to perform, 
Grimes' emergence and Rose returning soon, starting to feel like IQ may become the odd man out by next season. Whoa! Assuming they add a legit starting one. I'm not there. I'm not there yet. I am... Emmanuel quickly is an NBA rotation player, 100% in my mind. Is he a starting point guard? Is he a six-man-of-the-year candidate? Is he any of those things? I don't know. Give me the dude that could knock down the shots that he knocked down in the garden tonight. I know he ended up only three of um, 11, which is not good. You know, five assists, another five assists, which is a nice number, to uh, two turnovers. You'd like to see a little bit better. He also got, by the way, got fouled on the um, on the three, um, which was nice. Got fouled again. Went to the, it was three for three from the line. I don't know. I'm still a quickly believer. I don't know what he is, but I want to trade him. Uh, ML Nair. Sorry to say, but Kemba has nothing left. I mean, if he, had, I'm not gonna say he has nothing left. He probably does have something left, but he's probably like. Why am I going to show it on this team the way they're using me? And they, they're also not really using him in a way that gives him an opportunity to show his stuff. But then again, that's not like having Kemba run high pick and roll every time. Like that's not really their path to success. Um, and if they thought it could work, they would do it. Like, again, Tibbs is a crazy man. He wants to win. They're not doing it because I don't think they feel like he can do it. Um, yeah. Uh, I think Tibbs has to recognize who comes to play and adjust the minutes. Add Burks and Noel who are struggling, and you have your three-headed trade package. Again, someone's got to want them. Someone's got to want these guys. All these guys you want to get rid of, all these guys playing like shit, get them out of here, blah, 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 blah. Someone has to want these players on their team. Because, again, for this uh, this front office, for them to um, – to think that they are going to sacrifice assets to get rid of contracts, this front office has shown has shown absolutely no inclination that they will ever do such a thing. Um, so if they do it, it'd be a first. Um, but we'll we'll see. Um, okay, hold on. We got some more comments coming up here. Make sure I didn't miss anything. Um, Okay. Oh, I didn't miss anything. This is good. Uh, okay, let's get through some of these. Danny Gardner, what's going on again, Danny? Do the Knicks guards never long rebound? On both sides, it feels like they are never there, and there are so many opportunities to be had. Kemba, I actually thought, was really good at that, ironically enough. Um, uh, and he hasn't gotten as, he hasn't been as good. Grimes is good on the boards. RJ is good on the boards. Um, Fournier is not. Um Quickly is okay. I think that, you know, I think it, I'd have to go back and look at it more, but I feel like a lot of nights they get some of those. Tonight just wasn't wasn't that night. Um, not unfair, though. Uh, what is this? I see just saw something in the chat. Nonsense, Macri. What about Deuce or sign Rokas to play some point guard? Again, like, I, I know you guys want to see these kids, but, like, the notion that Deuce McBride is going to come in and be your answer or point guard, it, it's just – everybody always wants to see the rookie. It's like the backup quarterback. What is this? Ja Morant got a question that begins with playing on ESPN tonight. Ja, against the team they kicked us off for, who won? Question mark. That's great. Um, Brian Lests. 
With poor point guard play, how do we keep Deuce glued to the bench, especially with Rose out? His defense and ability to take guys off the dribble are sorely needed. I mean, I'll say this. I'd rather see Deuce than Kemba, but I just – I don't want – like the notion that like the answer to all of our prayers is sitting there on the bench and how dare the Knicks keep him glued to the bench, I just don't know if that's realistic. Um, again, I also trust Tibbs, and there are people in this uh, – in this chat who think Tibbs is incompetent and should be nowhere near a basketball team. This is one of those things where it's like, if a rookie's not getting off the bench, I, I trust that's because that there are things that he is not ready. Uh, you know, things about him that make him not ready. But all that being said, would I love to come and sit down for my next game? The, whenever they play next on Saturday, and see Deuce McBride or Emmanuel quickly in the starting lineup, and then whoever's not in the starting lineup, see them as a backup, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. Um, James Stanzioni, what's going on, my man? Why didn't we draft a point guard at 19 and draft Grimes at 21? Uh, what point guard did you want to draft at, at 19? I mean, the kid in Chicago is having a fantastic season. He's not a point guard. Um even if they had drafted a point guard at 19, you don't typically see rookie point guards play uh, significant minutes in the NBA. That is a really hard position to play. I doubt they were ever going to play a lot of minutes on Tibbs. Um, but just for shits and giggles, I mean, look, this is something I'm, I'm surprised we're still harping on because it's like they tra- they essentially traded the 19th pick for Cam Reddish. Is it going to work out? We'll see. But from a valuation perspective, I was fine with that. So who could they have drafted? 19, here's the guys taking 19 down. Kai Jones, not a point guard. Jalen Johnson, not a point guard. Isaiah Jackson, not a point guard. These are all bigs. Usman Garuba, Josh Christopher, Quentin Grimes. Bones Highland, okay. Bones has played a little bit for Denver. I don't think that's the, the those are not the droids you're looking for. Jaden Springer, has Jaden Springer played yet this year? He's He's been on the floor for six minutes. Um... Isaiah Todd has been on the floor for 35 minutes. Uh, these are the point guards. Rokas, Deuce, you know, and then Dusunmu after that, who's been playing uh, a lot, but he's not really a point guard. I, I don't know. Um, Dzilla, I think I'm going to like this comment. This is who we are. Trade a couple of bets, play the youth. Amen to that. Let Rose come back slow. Send Randall on a mental health retreat and move towards the future. Yeah, I wouldn't. I still wouldn't mind giving Randall a little break if he wanted one. Um, I don't know what's up with him, but uh, I'm still not convinced he's all the way back. Hush Zoo, ready to ship Noel, AB, and Kemba to wherever. Again, join the club. Everybody's ready to ship them off. You got to get something back. Tired of fake comebacks. Fun, fun, fun first time playback, though. Oh, glad you enjoyed it, man. Um, how do we get a point guard worse than Peyton? <laughs> Wow. Oh, my goodness. How the mighty have fallen. Take out the one-week prime Kemba. Um, yeah. Dragic trade is key to a Brunson signing trade. Well, it's not because Dragic is entering unrestricted free agency. So um, that would have to be a double signing trade. Uh, you don't see those very often. Uh, Evan 48 tonight. It feels like they had all the 50-50 balls tonight, and it's very frustrating. Trust me, we tried. Uh, I believe him. Um, Robert Cross, first time, long time, John. 
<laughs> I love the commitment to the bit, especially since it's the second super chat tonight. Hand grenades from the line aside, do you think Mitch has turned a corner and he is a must sign to an extension? Hashtag 53 wins. Um, I, I, must sign is a little strong. You know, it all depends on the number uh, and the years. If his camp is willing to sign for a fair number, but again, maybe the Knicks are holding fast that they like, you know, maybe they don't want to give him a fully guaranteed third year. I don't know. I'll tell you this. I'd be, I'd be, I think I'd be more comfortable giving Mitch like, actually, I don't even know if he'd want this. Like, would you be more comfortable giving Mitch like two for 25 or three for 30? I don't know if he'd sign either of those deals. Um, but what would you feel more comfortable with? I don't know. Um, Ervis Sula, Sula, excuse me, Ervis Sula uh, writes, this is on Tibbs killing the momentum we had on the job foul on Randall. He always saves his challenge for the fourth. We had momentum till we had auto winning. I'm not sure what the end of that comment meant. Um, I don't place this loss on Tom Thibodeau. Although again, I think he should have taken Kemba out sooner. That's where I placed the blame for him. The challenge, was it a great challenge? No. Was it decision? Was it the, was it the turning point in the game? I, I, I don't know about that. Um, okay. Uh, I think, I think that, Oh no, we got, we got a couple more. Hold on. Make sure I didn't miss anything. Um, I will get to them and then we'll do a little trade conversation. Uh, do, do, Okay. Um, looks like we got two more, one more from Kevin Danishevsky. Appreciate it, Kevin. Come here, Seth. Uh, I can't get there yet, but I almost want to say that I'm higher on Grimes than RJ. I am not higher on Grimes than RJ. I understand it could appear that way in some moments of some games. Uh, we're still team RJ here at Knicks film school. I know what Grimes is elite at, perimeter D and three. Not sure about RJ. RJ's elite at getting to the rim. He's elite at getting to the rim. Um, what is RJ shooting from three at this point on the entire season? Uh, if I had to bet right now, is he at 36%? Let's see. 35.2. So RJ's at 35.2 after being at 40% last year. Um, his effective field goal percentage right now is still lower than last season. He was at 49.9 last season. He's at 48 right now. Um, again, really bad slump. Getting to the line more. I think he could be elite at that. There's the thing. You know Grimes is already elite at a couple things. I'm not sure where the ceiling for Grimes exists outside of those couple of things. There is a ceiling for RJ that exists in a, several areas where, again, is he going to hit in all those areas? Probably not. But if he hits in, like, most of them and he's commensurate in others, um, you're looking at a special player. And he's he has he's had nights where he looks like a special player this season. He had a, close to a month where he looked at, like a special player. So, um, yeah. Um, okay. Oh, two more. Uh, Jeremy E., I'd rather see Deuce than quickly run point. You know, that's fair. Quickly can't run an offense. Eh, I don't know about that. Uh, he struggles, though, at times. He makes some mistakes. Um, 
Deuce at least shows the ability and is a vastly superior defender. Crime or uh, quickly is an underrated defender. I like quickly. I love the two of them together on defense. That's what I really like. Um, is he? Or can we say Deuce is a, a superior superior running the offense at this point? I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I feel comfortable saying that. Um, John Morant said after the game, we run up the chimney. We ain't ducking no smoke. I mean, come on, guys. You beat a shitty team in, in February. I'm glad you're enjoying your moment, but take it easy. James Choi, uh, Kevin Noel for Ibaka Winslow. The money works. They're looking for a backup point guard. Ibaka could be the stretch five and rim protector. If I'm the Clippers, I'm asking for – Probably the Dallas pick to make that trade. Yeah, I'm asking for the Dallas pick. If I'm sw- if I'm swapping Kemba and Noel for Ibaka and Winslow, I'm asking for the Dallas pick. If I'm them, um, you know, I know Ibaka's old. I know Winslow is like much better in theory than in actuality, but uh, I don't I don't know if the Knicks are going to pay pay the tax to do that trade. Um, all right, Matt, Aussie Knicks fan, again, thank you for the contribution. Appreciate it so much. Um, my daughter's uh, having a rough go of things on the couch. I have no idea why she's awake. but So I'm, uh, I'm going to cut this one a little short and get out of here. Uh, if you haven't hit the like button, make sure you, you hit the like button. We appreciate it. Um, and uh, we will see you uh, this weekend for another post game this weekend. Anything else? Uh, pod dropping Friday with Fred Katz and uh, thank you everybody um, for coming and checking us out and um, tough loss, but good things, some good things. All right. Later.